Hey folks, before we get this episode started, I just had one, uh, one quick question for you. If I told you that I had a substance that if you took it, it would make not just you happier, but it would make the people all around you happier. And it would actually, it was scientifically proven to have a domino effect where if you took it and then were next to somebody, then they would have to take it as well. And then the next person would take it as well. And every single one of them, their lives would be better and happier and more, more fulfilled. Would you take it? What if I then told you that the substance was one of the least studied concepts in all of psychology, in the history of psychology? Would you think differently then? Because the substance in question is kindness. And it is one of the least studied concepts in the history of psychology. Now that has started to change. But we went for decades and decades in this world with hardly any study done on the topic of kindness. And that started to change. There's getting more and more studies, more and more tests and things like that done to understand it and the effects that it can have. But today we're going to talk about it and we're going to do our own little studies on it. We're going to read a little bit, maybe have some quotes like usual, but we're going to get to the bottom of what it means for us as we move forward into trying to make this world a better place. So let's go ahead and cue the music. I really like that song. I like that music. It's uh, I should actually give credit where it's due. That's actually uh, a song called Sardana by a gentleman named Kevin McLeod. Uh, it's a it's a royalty free music, so I can use it however I'd like. Um, and I I didn't actually find it. Somebody else found it for me, and I just I just really like it. I was feeling bad about not not giving credit for it because I didn't want people thinking that like. I played that because I certainly did not. So kindness, huh? Should be a pretty easy episode, right? Like nothing really too deep to discuss. Nothing too controversial here. Let's start with uh, the definition for people that may not know. Kindness is defined as the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Now one of the interesting parts of when you start to really look at this and start to try to understand it from a a psychological point of view is that a lot of uh, a lot of written literature on the idea of kindness will include almost without fail uh, the idea that kindness is when you do something at your own expense or when you do something without expecting a reward which is I think an important part of it but for for the way that we're going to talk about it, um, it 
it doesn't that doesn't that's not really that important but so I just wanted to make sure that if, if you were doing your own reading and your own studying on these kind of things and that that concept came up I just wanted to address it because it, it is important but I don't think that it is a be-all end-all like if if you get something out of it then you're no longer kind I don't think that's necessarily the case and for the purposes of our discussion today we're going to go ahead and say that kindness and compassion are really relatively the same thing. Um, I think that compassion maybe has a little bit more of an emotional uh, subtext to it in my mind. Um, the definitions are close to the same thing, with compassion being more about um, worry or concern over the suffering of others. Um, so since this is episode three... Hopefully you've listened to episode two on honesty. And a lot of what we talk about here is going to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit. It's really important to understand that when we're trying to make a change for the better and we're trying to act with kindness in our heart, that we need to do so rooted and um, stable in our honesty. We need to know that we're doing it from the heart and that we mean it. Um, we're going to talk about, a little bit later, we're going to talk about the difference between being kind and being nice. And I think that a lot of people maybe get those two confused. If you do, if you're a kind person and it's coming from the heart, then sometimes you do things that aren't very nice. Um, I know that that seems counterintuitive, but... It, it is unfortunately true that sometimes to be kind to someone and to show them a kindness, uh, sometimes it does require doing something that maybe they don't really understand or they might not like. An example of that would be it, it is kind to, um, you know, talk to your loved ones about their drinking problems. You're showing concern and you're, you can do it in a kind way. Um, or if you're concerned about, you know, you have a friend who's being taken advantage of, uh, and you see it and you want to make sure that they understand it. You, you're, you know, that, you know, so-and-so at work is doing this. And so you tell somebody out of kindness because you, you don't want somebody to be taken advantage of. Now, obviously people will get their feelings hurt in that situation, in all of those situations. And people aren't necessarily going to like what you have to say, but it's still the kind thing to do to be concerned and caring for others and to reach out and try to stop, you know, people from taking advantage of them or hurting them if you have that ability. That is a kindness that you, you, you can employ where somebody might not appreciate it. We'll, we'll go ahead and, and start shifting gears here uh, with a quote by Abraham Lincoln. He once said, uh, Kindness is the only service that will stand the storm of life and not wash out. It will wear well and will be remembered long after the prism of politeness or the complexion of courtesy has faded away. I like that quote a lot because it does speak to the enduring uh, nature of kindness and the fact that it will always be uh, considered better than just being polite or courteous. I mean, those things are great in certain situations, and there's nothing wrong with being polite. Obviously, I'm not trying to you know, demonize being polite, but uh, a true kindness, one that is felt and one that comes from the heart, it, it, it can change the course of history. So in studying some of this, 
one of the more interesting facts that I read was that apparently, uh, starting the the the, the writer actually said that uh, in the 1980s uh, there was only 35 in the entire world, 35 papers written by psychologists about the topic of kindness. And to contrast that, uh, the article that I read was actually written in uh, 2021, uh, in the middle of the pandemic. And uh, that has changed so much so that in in the, the decade, basically from 2011 to 2021, there were over a thousand papers and studies done on the topic of kindness and the effects that it has. So like I said in the intro, uh, this is something that is relatively new science for the psychiatric community and even for the therapy community to a certain degree. Uh, this is not something that is fully studied. The effect that being kind can have on you personally and the effect that it has on others. So some of the things that we talk about, some of the things we're going to say here are not necessarily uh, scientifically proven because nobody's done any of the studies. And I think that that says a lot. That says a lot about, uh, especially uh, American society, but it says a lot about society in other places as well, because, you know, kindness for a long, long time, even, even in the face of, you know, people like Abraham Lincoln having quotes like that and things like that, it's, it was not really considered a, a virtue that especially men were to hold high. Uh, kindness is something that for generations was looked down upon and considered a form of weakness by many people. And like I said, especially among men, being kind and considerate and understanding are not things that are necessarily bred into us when you're talking about, you know, generationally speaking. It's just not something that has mattered much uh, in our history up until recently. And obviously when I say recently, I mean, you know, 20, 30 years, but that you know, you're basically talking about a couple of generations that have started to really emphasize it. Outside of that, it, we really were bucking the trend by trying to talk about it or study it or learn about it or God forbid, actually show it. One study that I found really interesting was a study that was done, I think in 2008, they did a, uh, this was, I think it was done in Canada, where they did a kind of a man-on-the-street uh, poll. But what they did was they went out in the morning and they had envelopes that had $5 bills and $20 bills in them. You couldn't see what was in the envelope. But they would stand on the street and as people walked by, they would give them an envelope with some money in it. Now, they didn't, you know, obviously the people that were getting the envelopes, they didn't know what was inside. They didn't know how much money it was. But half of the people that they gave the envelopes to, they told them, hey, here's some money, go spend it on yourself. And obviously people, they, they did. And then the other half, they gave them the envelopes and they told them to either give the money to charity or go buy something for somebody. So they basically told them that uh, you have until whatever time of day, I don't know what time of day they gave them, but they said they have, you have this much time of the day to spend the money and then come back and tell us what you did. So the first group, the ones that were told to spend the money on themselves, you know, depending on how much money they had, they bought themselves, you know, 
like if they had the five dollars, they would go buy themselves a, a burger or whatever. You know, they'd buy themselves food or a snack or whatever. If they had the twenty dollars, they'd buy they'd go buy something a little bit more lavish. You know, they'd buy themselves sushi or they'd go get some cheap earrings or you know whatever. They would just buy little trinkets for themselves and stuff like that. But the people in the second group, because they were instructed to give the money away, they were buying toys for their nephews or nieces or whatever, and then they would. They would give the money to some homeless people, or they would they were they were finding other ways to give the money, and and uh, they one person that I read about bought like a box of donuts or something like that for their office, things like that. They were just you know doing what they were instructed to do and using the money to give to other people. So then the researchers questioned them, and they said. You know, you you just all of them were given basically a gift. One of them had to redirect the gift, but they said this was at the end of the day. You know, four to seven o'clock. I'm not sure when, but they were asked to rate their mood. And here's the really the really interesting part of this is it didn't matter if they had the five or the twenty dollars. It didn't matter who they bought the gift for. What mattered was the people that were instructed to give the the money away were across the board rated happier they felt better they were in in general their whole lives at that point in time were higher marked than the people that bought stuff for themselves i thought that was really interesting because it does give a really solid uh understanding of just how being generous and kind and compassionate can really affect you. You know, when you when you help someone, when you give to someone, especially if you do it in a way that is earnest and meaningful, it it just changes everything. It changes their life. It changes their day. It changes the the trajectory that they're on, and you get something for it too because it makes you feel better about uh, what you've just done. This isn't just a speculation kind of thing. There's actually neuroscience that points out that when you do something that is considered kind, it shows up in your brain's reward system. You it actually glows when they do brain scans. You you can see when somebody is doing something kind because it literally is affecting your reward system in your brain. You feel good. You get a hip of hit of dopamine. So it it's one of those things where when people say that you need to not get anything for it to be a true kindness. That's where I take issue with that is everybody has that little, that little twinge of selfishness in them. And sometimes it can be a really good thing because if you are selfish enough that you want to give because it feels so great, um, it really is a powerful feeling. And let's not forget that because there's that twinge of selfishness in people, it's really easy to inspire kindness in others. And that's why you hear things like kindness is contagious. That is one of the truest statements you'll ever hear. And it really is an absolutely beautiful thing. I, I, I feel as if I need to point out that the name of the podcast is A Pebble in a Pond. And the way that kindness ripples is exactly what this the whole concept is about here. That's what it's all about is is creating that ripple of kindness that will go from person to person and continue to transfer until it hits a point where it's a a wave it's a tidal wave of kindness that's really the whole point you get enough people 
to have to commit random acts of kindness to try to impress positivity on the world around them and it will become an undeniable force because when somebody sees a kindness being visited on another they want to do that as well like i said everybody's got that little twinge of selfishness and so if if you're not moved to do it because of the effect that you're having on somebody else you're moved to do it because you see how how a person that is being kind is you know they're they're elated it creates a, this this almost jealousy like i want to i want to give too i want to do that thing too and that is really I mean, it's kind of a cynical way of looking at it, and I, I could see where somebody would think that, but it really is a beautiful thing, in my opinion, because it, I don't care what it takes to motivate somebody if the net result is a positive one that is going to have a positive effect on a, in far-reaching ways. I'm all for it. I don't care if it's a selfish bastard whose his heart is growing three sizes or if it's Mother Teresa herself. It doesn't matter to me. So as I mentioned earlier... I really wanted to spend some time in this episode talking about the difference between nice and kind. And like I said earlier, I, I know that some people don't uh, see a difference between those two things. And I'm here to tell you that there is a really big difference. Whenever I think about the word nice, I think about, and this is not an exaggeration, this is literally every time I hear the word nice, I think about uh, a part of my favorite musical uh, in my life. And my favorite musical is Into the Woods. And there's a part in the song, The Last Midnight, near the end of the play, where the witch says, you're so nice. You're not good. You're not bad. You're just nice. I'm not good. I'm not nice. I'm just right. I'm the witch, and you are the world. Now, obviously, I'm not singing it, so it doesn't have the same oomph that it normally would, but it does illustrate pretty clearly what I think about nice. Nice is defined as pleasant or agreeable. And I think that most people that know me, or as people are getting to know me, they realize that I'm not really that pleasant. I can be. I can be very pleasant. Uh, and I'm certainly not agreeable. So my problem with when you're talking about comparing the ideas of nice and kind is nice to me rings of superficial it rings of somebody that is is putting on a show and kind is something that comes from the heart and is true and genuinely helps someone whereas nice is oh i love your hair today now a lot of times you can say that and mean it but it's also widely considered to be a kind of empty compliment saying to saying to someone i like the way those pants look on you is a nice compliment and it it is uh obviously going to have an effect on them it is nice but it's that's not exactly the kind of thing that is going to move the needle when it comes to kindness nice is a a way of projecting yourself it's a way of showing the world something there are a lot of people in here that are nice. Hell, Ted Bundy was known as being nice. People are nice all over. But being kind and being genuine and being true, uh, that's much less uh, easy to pull off if you don't mean it. 
And for my money, I would always rather be kind than nice. Now, let me make this clear when I say that. It's better to be both. It's better to be very nice and pleasant and then carry out a kindness. That, that, that's, you know, that's the best way you can be. But if you can only choose one, it's better to be uh, earnest and uh, show true kindness and be charitable than it is to just be fake and say nice things. Now, this is a part that's going to be kind of weird, kind of interrupt the flow of this whole thing. As I was recording this episode, and this is a little bit into uh, how the sausage is made, I edit as I record. So I try to make these episodes as free-flowing and conversational as I can so that when people listen to them, they understand that it's a lot of it is just coming from the heart. I'm not really writing a lot of things down. I'm not, I mean, I'm taking notes and things like that just to have uh, bullet points to make sure I hit the important stuff. But for the most part, I'm just talking. And I think most people can tell that when they hear these. But the reason I mention this and the reason why I bring it up is because I was mid-recording and had an interesting conversation that I think pertains pretty well to what we're talking about. And honestly, it's a, it's a point of which I struggle with greatly. And so I wanted to bring it up because I know that if, if I'm struggling with it, then it's something that I should address. My friend was talking to me about the aspects of being a good person, which if you listened to the previous episode, then you know what this is about. If not, well, this is a good reason to go back and listen to it. But one of the things that he mentioned that I I wouldn't say that nobody else had mentioned it because it had been brought up, but it did uh, kind of stand out in the way he said it was how we go about helping others. And I think that that works for this, this conversation. I think that this is an important part of being nice. And let me tell you, when I say I have an issue with this or I have a problem with it, I, it's something I'm struggling with at this very moment while I'm recording this. And that is being nice to somebody and being kind to somebody obviously are two different things. If you're trying to be kind to someone, then you're trying to help them. You're trying to be compassionate and you're trying to help them move forward and, and create uh, happiness in their own life. But... One thing that is often lost in that, especially for people like me, is it can be really easy to forget that you being kind for somebody doesn't always need to take the form of the way that you want to be kind for them. Sometimes it needs to take the form of the way that they will receive the kindness. That's a very important differentiation and something that I am struggling mightily with. I will often look at a situation and know what needs to happen or understand the outcomes that are possible and know that if I can just make this person or skew this person or guide this person uh, into a certain uh, mindset or situation that I can, you know, I can get them where they want to go. I understand uh, the motivation and the end goal so it, it's really easy to try to get people in there. But the problem is, is that sometimes people don't want to hear it the way that I have to say it. And it's really, really difficult for me, and I know it's difficult for other people, to kind of step out of where you are and step into where they are. Um, and that's not to say that I don't 
respect or understand their their point of view it just a lot of times seems to be inefficient in my mind and so a lot of times you know I'll like I said I'm not really looking down on them I'm just looking at it and saying well this is the best possible way but that's not always what people need people don't always need the best possible kindness or the best possible guidance what they need is guidance and kindnesses that they can understand and they can move on so just keep that in mind it's not always you shoving your your niceties and your kindnesses down somebody's throat because they may not be ready for that sometimes you have to really think about it and say okay well if you're not responding to the things that I'm saying when I have my best intentions how can I get you to understand it? What language do you need to speak? What what different ways can I impress upon you in in a way that you're going to understand it? I need to know it from your point of view so that I can uh, make a change or help you make a change. I think one of the other really important aspects of kindness that is often overlooked is the idea of being kind to yourself. And I think that uh, a lot of people tend to overlook it because when we when you use the word kindness, very rarely does it have does anybody use it in that way. That nobody ever says that. It's always, you know, oh be kind to others, blah 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 blah. But almost as important, if not even more important, is being kind to yourself. And what do I really mean by that? What I mean is speak kindly to yourself, offer yourself grace, uh, do not be too judgmental of yourself, do not uh, hold yourself to standards that are impossible to meet, say kind things to yourself when you look in the mirror, you know, whatever you look like, whatever whatever you are, sometimes the most important voice you can hear is your own saying, you know, I'm okay. I I'm, I look okay. I feel okay. Uh, this was the right decision. Pat yourself on the back from time to time when you, when you make the right call, when you, when you take the right action, when you show the kindness, feel good about it and, and make sure that you positively reinforce that in yourself. So if you're walking down the street and you do something as simple as smile and good day to someone, uh, feel good about it. Make sure that you give, you pay yourself the same kindness that you're paying others because it is really important that you maintain a level of um, positivity inside your own head because trust me, as many of you may know through the TikToks and things like that, you really don't want to slip on this. You don't want to uh, let depression and things like that start to take over because no matter how light you are, no matter how, um, how driven towards positivity you are, no matter how much you really want to be good and, and bring good things into this world, it is very easy to turn your kindness into a facade and become something that's that's neither kind nor nice nor good uh you can very easily slip into a very cynical dark place where you tell yourself 
that you're being good and you tell yourself that you're being kind and and that that's where you get into like borderline narcissism and things like that so it's really important to uh stay grounded and understand that what the things that you're doing matter and treat yourself as such when you are able to turn the corner and you start being nice to folks on the street in your house at work you start treating people with the kindnesses that that they deserve uh, without worry for reward or anything like that, um, make sure that you're taking the time for yourself and, and, and saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud of these things because if you don't give yourself, there's a good chance that a lot of people aren't necessarily going to give you that instant feedback. They're not going to understand that you need that. So give it to yourself, pat yourself on the back. Uh, you're doing something that not a lot of people do right? You're consciously making an effort to make people's day better, to make people's lives better, to change the course of things. And that you deserve credit for that. And if you're not going to pat yourself on the back, just just rewind this and, and, and listen to this over and over again. Because I think that those of us that are taking these steps and trying as hard as we can to have a positive impact on the world, a world that is pretty dark right now, um, fighting that darkness with the light that you can bring, uh, with just some simple measures, just some simple, uh, acts of kindness is commendable and worth your time and makes you, um, a very worthy person in my, in my opinion. So what are some ideas for how to practice kindness? What, uh, a lot of people, you know, that have listened to these uh, first two, you know, the first one, obviously, first uh, episode was a uh, just a kind of an introduction into kind of what I was thinking, um, and then the second one sets up, you know, how to how to practice honesty. Uh, just a little tip that I I came across and and I've been trying to practice. Well, I'm going to do the same thing with this, and and I think that there's a few different ways that you can be. Uh, more kind and and make it a conscious effort to be more kind the first and really the easiest is when you are in a conversation or you're out and about and you know you're just you're kind of going through your your day-to-day stop um i don't know how to say this without maybe wrinkling some feathers but uh stop thinking about yourself so much um focus on others Focus on what other people are doing. Focus on what's going on in the world around you. Use the skills that you have for awareness and understanding and empathy, which we'll be talking about in the next episode, and try to understand that like you're not the star of the show. Uh, we're actually going to do an episode on that whole concept, um, which I find fascinating. So we'll get to that in a, in a later episode. But just remember that you know, you're not alone in this world, and there are people around you that uh, desperately need attention and affection and love and those small kindnesses that you can show even if it's just a simple matter of a smile or a holding of the door or you know helping them grabs grabs their groceries or something I, I you know I don't know just all of those little tropes that you see in commercials and things like that those are all real things that people can do they don't they don't just put them in there to make you feel good about the commercial they put them in there because those are things that you can do to actually you know, show some kindness. But you, to do that, you have to be focusing on others. If you're just kind of living in your own little bubble, 
you're not going to see all of the opportunities that, that come across you on a daily basis to uh, show kindness and to bring that goodness into the world. And then beyond that, uh, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of ideas and a lot of things that you can do. I'm just going to name some quick ones that people can practice. Um, one that I know a lot of people, it became kind of trendy a while ago, uh, is kind of the pay it forward thing. If you, if you have the means, and I know a lot of people don't, but if you have the means and you're, you know, you're, say you go to McDonald's or whatever, and there's somebody next to you, just buy their meal. Say, hey, what are you getting today? Let me get that for you. I promise you that even if they don't continue to pay it forward, even if they just take the food and are just like, thank you, that is a big deal for a lot of people, especially in today's world. Um, You know, if you're you're at the grocery store and you see somebody just go up with one item, just say, hey, what do you, uh, uh, let me get that for you. You know, just go ahead and, and scan it for them and let them take it. If, if you have the means to do that, obviously don't, you know, don't break yourself to, you know, don't spend your last dollar helping somebody else out uh, if you're, you know, you're not going to eat by doing that. I mean, there is a lot of people out there that will do that, and I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to take away from people to do that. Do it. If you can do it, if you have the means to do it. I've done it myself once or twice where I, I didn't have any... I didn't have anything else after the money that I gave away, but I still felt the need to give it away. And, you know, sometimes it's paid back right away and sometimes it's paid back over time, but it usually ends up getting paid back. You usually get some sort of kindness in return, Um, which might I add, there will be a discussion uh, in another episode about that kind of karmic system uh, and, and some of the misconceptions and ideas about it. We'll get back to kindness, though. Uh, one that I, I know I've done a lot, especially recently, and that I really enjoy doing is uh, I'll think about a friend or uh, a family member, and I just, you know, I'm kind of a, a weepy little baby, so if I'm feeling really emotional, I'll I'll start to cry or, you know, whatever the, the situation may call for, and I'll, you know, sit in my room and write a text just saying, hey... You know, I love you. I appreciate you. Uh, we may not talk much. We may not see each other much, but I, I need you to know how much, how important you are to me. Uh, that's that's a kind of kindness that you can give to somebody that, that you're close to that that is long-lasting. And I say that not just because of the emotional effect, but because when you write a letter or you write a text or they have that kind of tangible uh, thing that they can look back on, and I promise you people do, if you every text that you write like that, people will come back and they'll say they'll look at it again and they'll say, "Wow, that 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 feels good. That's a that's a good feeling." And you know, at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do. And here's here's another one that um, you know, since we're going full disclosure here, this is one that I have a lot of trouble with myself. Um, I I am I am a very good listener most of the time. But when I am uh, emotionally involved, uh, I tend to not be able to hold back as much, and so I I, I am not as good a listener when I'm when I'm worked up emotionally. Uh, I let I let my emotions get the best of me. But a very basic kindness that you can show someone, especially someone that you know is having trouble, is struggling, 
uh, is just to listen. Just be there and, you know, say what's wrong, tell me what's wrong, and let them talk. Don't say anything. Don't let, don't interrupt them. Don't listen to them so that you can talk. Just, just talk or just, just listen so that they can talk and they can get it out. And then once they're done, your question is, what can I do to help you? How can I help you? Is there anything I can do? Any of the, you know, any of those kind of, uh, those kind of questions that will lead them to elaborate more on different things that they think uh, you could do to help. And if they don't have any ideas, th- then that's when you start to forward your ideas. Is, you know, you've let them talk, you let them say their piece, they've gotten it off their chest, and then you can, you've, you've asked them what they have, you know, what can I do? And then you can say, okay, well, are you open to some ideas? And make sure you, you, you offer that first. Make sure you, you make sure that they're they're ready to hear any advice or opinion you may have because a lot of times people just need to get it out. They don't really want your advice or opinions. And that is, <laughs> I tell you what, that is the hardest thing in the world. Uh, it is so difficult to, you know, when, when you're somebody like me that kind of, like I said before, kind of plays all the angles and sees a lot of things all at once, it's, it is super, super difficult to not just be like, well, you can just do this. Um, and I'm still learning. I'm, I'm getting better at it. Um, but it is, it is a constant struggle for me. Another thing you can do to just show some basic kindnesses to people is smile. And and there's a, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say, well, I shouldn't have to smile and all this stuff. There's a, there was a whole thing about it, uh, a while ago about, you know, people shouldn't smile all the time and as just whatever, um, smile. Like when you're walking down the street, smile at people. When you're in a store, smile at people. When you're at work, smile at people. Um, and it, I want to say it like it doesn't mean as much when you're just kind of have like that superficial fake smile on because people can tell. Everybody has that smile. Everybody's got that little like closed mouth, little lip curl that they do. And anybody seeing it knows that, you know, some people call it a eat shit smile. Um, and you just know that there's not a whole lot of emotion behind it. So don't, don't, don't flash that around if you can help it. Like really just, just try to let your inner positivity come out. Try to display, uh, how you're feeling. If you're feeling good, display that and let people know that you're feeling good and, and wear that with a smile and wear it by, uh, paying compliments You know, this goes back to the exercise we talked about in episode two. This is this is one of those things that you can do where you can really work on being an honest person and you can work on being a kind person at the same time. Find traits in people that you appreciate and tell them you you really until it's done to you, especially on a repeated basis, you really just don't understand how empowering and how great it feels to have somebody that you love or even random strangers um, compliment you and tell you things. And it'll, you know, obviously it can be kind of icky if some dude is complimenting you on your looks, but um, for the most part, like if somebody's just like, you know, you have beautiful eyes or, you know, I really like the way that you, you did this thing at work or, you know, you were so smart when you came up with this idea. And as long as you're not some creepy guy that's like, trying to, you know, trying to maneuver. Um, I think that it's really, really easy 
for people to take those compliments and and use them to motivate themselves and to feel good about themselves for you know a decent amount of time and who knows maybe you're maybe you're bolstering somebody in a place where they felt weak maybe you have somebody who you know has a weight problem or they have a, a you know a lack of confidence in their ability to speak or uh you know, whatever it may be. And if you, if you can figure out that, you know, if you see somebody at work that has to stand up and give a speech and you can tell they're just not very confident, go up afterwards and say, you know, you did a really good job. You did, you know, I know I could tell you were a little, you were a little, you know, a little worried about it, a little nervous about it, but I just wanted to let you know, you did a really good job. And it may seem horrible to say this, but you know, I would like to hear you speak again. I think that would be great. I think you did such a good job. You know, a compliment like that, that's that's not just empowering for the person that you pay that compliment to it's it's damn near life-changing when if they you do it enough this is you take somebody who you know they think of it as a a flaw or a, a phobia even and you can empower them and make them understand that it's not you know and i'm not saying go up and lie to somebody who's a horrible speaker but you can bolster somebody and and you'll find that as they get more confidence they'll they'll start to blossom they'll become better and better and it that pays off for everybody because none of us want to be in meetings with people that are crappy speakers and i think i think the the last one is for me it's probably the biggest one and uh it is so sad that i have to actually say this but i've seen it so many times that people don't um say thank you say thank you when you're out dealing with other people in public places say thank you and mean it like really understand the expression thank you you know i thank you thank you very much however you want to however you say it say it make sure that the people that you're interacting with understand your appreciation and mean it understand that the part of the practice of of you know trying to become a kinder person is meaning it and really trying to change who you are and that starts with an an appreciation there's a there's a a line that they use in therapy at times where they'll they'll say stop expectation and start appreciation and that really does fit here and i you know we're probably going to wrap up here in a few minutes so i'm going to end with that and I, i want you to really think about that if you go through your life with expectations of how people act and what people do and blah, 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 blah. And and you set those expectations. You are going to perpetually be disappointed. Um, as somebody who has done that for many, many years, um, I can promise you that it just leads to disappointment. Instead, try to think of things from an appreciation, uh, standpoint just be glad that you're there. Be glad that you're in that moment with those people. You know, if, if you're, um, if you show gratitude for people, it, it has a profound effect on them. They feel as if their efforts and their time and their energy has been wasted. And that, that really does help. That really does make the world a better place. If everyone just said, thank you, and, you know, a follow-up of your welcome or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll throw another one in there is, is I'm sorry. 
and I, I say I'm sorry way too much. I, I'm I'm constantly apologizing. I feel like I have to, um, just for existing most of the time. That could that could come from uh, years and years of depression, but it, it's also just because I know that I'm I can be intolerable to a lot of people, and so I'm just constantly apologizing. And the worst part about apologizing for me is that I always mean it, and I do it so much that it sounds like I don't. Um, which is, is a bit of a conundrum. I'm still working on, on it and trying to get people to understand just, you know, I'm, I, I sincerely apologize if I'm too loud or if I'm too, you know, too, uh, verbose or, or I say the wrong thing or I, I act the wrong way. I'm constantly apologizing. Um, and, and I mean it, like I said, uh, so it's saying, I'm sorry, saying, thank you, saying you're welcome these simple little interactions can really, really help um, spread kindness throughout the, this world in a way that is is literally just zero, zero energy spent. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to, you know, there's no special code that you need to use to, to unlock it. It's just a simple matter of being appreciative, aware, and accountable for what you do and that's all that's all it is so i think we're going to wrap up here this is uh running on about 45 minutes now which was a lot more than i thought we would go with kindness but i think i'm going to leave you with a another quote and the quote is from ralph waldo emerson and this one hits it hits pretty hard so just be prepared um the quote is You cannot do a kindness too soon, for you never know how soon it will be too late. Let me say that one more time. You cannot do a kindness too soon, for you never know how soon it will be too late. We don't know what's happening. Life is not promised, folks. Uh, So just keep that in mind and remember that you never know when you have your last chance to be kind to somebody. And if your kindness that you're trying to visit upon people could be the last time that they experience it. So just keep that in mind. Every little thing that you do and every moment that you have to make somebody's life better is a moment that you should seize because life is not promised. We're only immortal for a limited time. You guys, thank you for listening. Next episode is going to be on empathy and understanding. Uh, it'll probably be a pretty pretty heavy one. So um, we're going to start recording that in a few days, and we'll get it out uh, Sunday or Monday, just like we have been. All right. Thank you all, and we'll see you in a week.